everyone. It's Beth with Moms with Attitude. So Chelsea and I were recording this episode and everything seemed to be going well. And then I got a phone call and somehow technology, it canceled the recording. And we found out after that the first 10 minutes of our (laughs) update session um, was not recorded. So I thought I'd just pop in here because you're going to, you're going to hear us like pick up in the middle of, um, Chelsea kind of talking about what she's been doing for the last three weeks and just other topics that we have, um, for you all to, you know, hear about. And so really what was before that was just me kind of talking about, um, you know, updates with my family, what we've been doing, um, Charlie had her first palm and cheer performance a few weeks ago. So that was really exciting. Um, Addison's just been really busy with, um, piano and tennis. And, uh, I feel like other things that I can't even remember. I feel like the first 10 minutes of this recording was just me saying like, I don't really know what we've done, but I feel like we've been super busy and football is, um, ever consuming our life right now, which is fine. Cause you know, I, I like football just as much as my husband does. Well, maybe not as much, but um, I do like watching it. So, but we've been watching a lot, especially with the Pokes and they're doing really great this year. And so, um, so it's been an exciting time and just lots of things happening and, um, you know, work is going really good. It's been really crazy still, uh, but it's going great. Um, and I think we talked about a topic um, that you'll hear uh, us kind of mention um, in Chelsea's update. So that was really kind of what the first, I don't know, like eight to 10 minutes was about. Um, I feel like Chelsea's life is more exciting than mine because she travels and she has dance competitions here and there and everywhere and pageants. And so you'll hear a lot about the things that she's been doing. She she went to California Um have big birthday, all of that stuff. And, um, and then, yeah, so really just wanted to get you, you know, kind of caught up, I guess, a little bit on my life. Um, we've had some guests recently, so hopefully you've really enjoyed that. You know, one thing that we mentioned at the end and, and we'll always mention is, you know, definitely, um, give us any topics or ideas that you want us to discuss. I feel like, you know, we enjoy having guests on, but we also know that um, our listeners like hearing from Chelsea and I and just our thoughts and feelings towards certain topics and just discussion on, you know, what we have happening in our lives. And um, so always, you know, feel free to drop us a line, send us a message. Um, definitely make sure to like and follow us on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, Moms with Attitude Podcast. And then yeah, definitely make sure to give us a five-star review um, and, you know, also submit a review too. We, I, I love hearing the reviews that we have. Um, and an idea that I have that I'm going to run by Chelsea is we do have a um, 1-800 number that, you know, we can have um, people call in and uh, just tell us things, ask us questions. So um, we could have like a little uh, voice voicemail session um, you know, one of these podcasts. And so that's something I'll be discussing with her. But, you know, as always, we 
we love hearing the feedback. We we love seeing the uh, the plays um, go up every week, and um, you know this has been a, a great journey, I think, for her and I both. And again, just wanted to pop on here and let you know what what had happened with technology, um, and just get you updated on what's been going on in my life. Again, not a whole lot, but a lot at the same time. So enjoy the rest of the podcast, and we've got some guests coming up. Um, we'll be recording several interviews in the next couple of weeks, and so you'll be hearing from them, and then Chelsea and I will be popping in um, also and doing some of our uh, update sessions as well. Um, so again, just send us your topics if you have any that you want us to discuss, and as always, we just appreciate all of you. Thanks. Have a great day. And um, so we've had a couple of pageants. Uh, as Paisley loves this pageant life, so I just go along for the ride. Really, she she does so much of it. And um, she was competing in two systems until until um, she got kicked out. Until she got kicked out, basically. <laughs> um, so one system doesn't that the America system. I mean, no surprise doesn't uh, want you to hold two titles so um when she gave up her other title she was appointed an, an, an another title so that she could compete in their nationals which is after miss oklahoma um so needless to say we didn't think it was an issue we had asked multiple people about it they were like oh it should be fine but um one of her competitors um complained about an upcoming pageant that she had just gotten an appointed title. So, um, since it was brought to the attention of the director, the director took it to the owner of the pageant, who then said, she said for me to reach out to her. So I reached out to her and asked her and talked to her about it. And so technically you can't, you can't do that. So was this before you guys actually made the trip? Cause I was in Chickasha. No, yeah, broke so Broken Arrow, Chickasha, and then she was supposed to be in Collinsville this weekend. Okay, it was the Collinsville one that they said no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because prior to that, technically she wasn't really a title holder for this year. She was giving her title up. Anyways, moral of the story is basically somebody complained that didn't want to get beat by her. (laughs) I mean, to put it lightly. Um so that happened, and that's okay. We have she she was bummed, but she has plenty of time to compete in that system. So yeah, it is what it is. So what? So now she's gonna just stay in the system, I guess that she's in. Yeah, because she's been like going back and forth, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's been doing both, but now we're just gonna stick with the rim, um, which it's a great system. So I mean, she could have technically given that title up, I guess, but she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and two of her friends competed in that one and that went great. So that was fun for them. She did compete Miss Broken Arrow prior to both of these events. And we had a run, a run in with a hair and hair and makeup lady who felt compelled to, um, share her opinion with Paisley about what her hair um, should, should be like, and, um, sent her into a, to a whole frenzy. So she called and 
she had told her that she didn't need to bleach her hair and all of that. So, um, I did tell myself I was going to not talk about it after that weekend because I was so mad. Is that when I, I, you just drop the kids off so then you don't, you know, and you she's don't see so him. young. Yeah. Compared, so it's like, you're basically competing 13 to 18 year olds. So, but you drop her off and then you just hope everybody's nice and does all the right things. Yeah. And like, she can definitely, she would be fine with kids interacting like that with her. I think because it was an adult interacting with her, telling her what she should and shouldn't do with her hair and she felt like she needed to help Paisley and Paisley had a tough time telling this person adult no and messed her hair up and all the things. So anyways, it was a mess. Needless to say, she ended up getting second place in the pageant and she tied for talent. So that was good um, if we were to find the silver lining, but I like walked into the room and opened the door and I'm like, this is exactly why you shouldn't ever do pageants. <laughs> Everyone just kind of looked at me. So that was my, that was my entrance when I came to. Well, I mean, that brings up like a topic about, you know, like how you approach adults around, like whenever they say things to your kids and like what's appropriate yeah. and not appropriate and Paisley being third. Almost 13. almost 13. It's kind of like she's old enough, but yet she's in this time of her life that. Imp very impressionable. Yeah. And so it's like. Yeah, I was way mad about it. For Just, an adult to say, like, you shouldn't look like that or, you know, you yeah. shouldn't do that. I mean, shame on that person for, like, especially knowing that there's a very important event event that, that is about to happen that exactly you know in this pageant world you know is a large portion of your points yeah and saying these things that are gonna impact that person's Definitely. you know and, and her mental health and just you know i mean it's hard to like yeah, shut, shut out the haters whenever there's like, yeah. you know, you've got like 10 minutes to kind of collect well, yourself. I think it's, it's probably a thing like to people, for people to play mental games like that. Um, so it is, it is one of those things where it's like knowing who you are and just like not, not relying on like those outside sources to, to mm -hmm. affirm that. So I think it just goes to say, like, how much you have to make sure your kid is, like, super confident before you go into, like, I would say a pageant in general. Because I think it can do some kind of mental situation. If, oh, yeah. If you're not, like, If you're not, really, like, really strong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I did not get to speak to this lady personally because... I was being a bit petty, definitely in my head. So I knew petty would come out. <laughs> so, um, you know, Shay was like, oh, I'll say something. And so then sometimes I rely on that to like suffice my need. But then it's just like, oh my gosh, I have something else crazy that happened too. I totally forgot about this. So Back to, like, being able to say something, I was really struck by it. So, I, I was mad at this lady, and I wanted to say all the things. I didn't. Um, neither, I did Google review her business, so that's as petty as I get. <laughs> no, it's hard, though, because 
when Addie was on a soccer team, um, and the, this was more about the daughter of her coach mm-hmm. that was like very, she was, you know, a bully to Addie and like was really mean to her and picked on Addie. And I, I mean, Addie would stand up to herself, like to the little girl. And so I just kind of let her take care of that. But it got to the point where the, this girl kept saying things to Addie that was like affecting her ability to get on the soccer field, a, and to then play, um, as hard as she could and give like a hundred percent, which was like always, you know, our, our thing is like, listen, if you're going to do this, you have to give a hundred, 120% or whatever. Like you can't just go out there and half ass it. And, but she would come to Tyler and I and just be crying on the sidelines about, you know, this person saying this and she's telling me this and I'm the worst person on the team and, you know, all this stuff. And, Honestly, Chelsea, for like a year and a half since, and we haven't been on this team in a year and a half, Mm -hmm. I have kicked myself for not saying something something. to the mom because Mm -hmm. I think, and even the dad, like, cause he was the coach, but I literally would like go on runs and just like, I would like, you know, just put myself up in my head and I'd come back and I'd be like, I'm just going to email her. I'm going to text her. And you know, all the Tyler's like, just don't even like, it's not worth it. And I'm like, no, but this has taken up space in my head and in my heart. And I feel like, you know, if she's doing this to my kid, I know she's doing it to others. And that is like, what we have to do is like, when you see something, you got to say something. And that's how you stop the cycle. And she, anyway, Tyler just would just say, we don't see these people ever, you know, like they're not in our social circle. Addie is not on this team anymore, anything like that. So let's just not, but for me, I'm like, no, she's going to be the one that's in high school. That's going to be the bully. And, you know, I just, yeah, I always take it to like worst case scenario, but no, I think it's so true. And it's so hard for me. Like I have to work on it anyways. I'm like such a pushover with so many things. So on top of that, this, this one really got me. Okay, so we were in Chickasha at this pageant this weekend, right? Well, um, another mom was like an international queen that um, I made friends with at the international pageant was there like as like, you Was know. it the one from New England? No. <laughs> no, not that one, girls. Go ahead and get a good laugh out of that. Um Hey, she's actually from Kansas city. Okay. And so, but I knew she was coming and she's a dancer and they have like all the the cute trendy stuff. And so, um, I talked to her mom regularly and she was like, Hey, and so I was like, just bring whatever you want to sell. We'll try it on and see how it goes. So she brought us like a ton of stuff to try on at this pageant. And so we went into the bathroom at the hotel, which is where like was kind of like the common ground and where interviews were happening etc and so we went to the bathroom and it was like a a single bathroom so we went in and paisley thought she locked the door but it wasn't uh. locked right so she was just trying stuff on in there we were in there for a solid 20-ish minutes um but apparently the door wasn't locked so um 
a person opens the door and Paisley's literally naked, changing, proceeds to come in literally and is like, it's okay, girl. I have all the same parts. Don't worry. Mine are just bigger. Washes our hands, talks to us. What? And walks out. And both Paisley and both, and it was like we were so. You both were in there? Yes. And we were both like frozen. Yeah. Like, what do you say? Yeah. Like, get the F yeah. out. Like, what are you thinking? Honestly, it was such a moment. Paisley was so shocked. And it was another pageant mom. I didn't know that at the time, but I thought she was down in the thing. And so, I guess in her mind, she thought, like, it wasn't a big deal because, like, she was part of the same thing we were. But I didn't know her. Well, no. And, um, so. And that's creepy. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was so wild. And, of course, Tony's like, why didn't you say something? And I'm like. I guess I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. know. You're just, like, like, in so much shock. Get that. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And, like, do I want to say that to somebody we have to interact with the rest of the weekend? Like, but should I not say that? Like, why shouldn't I say that? I should have said it. Anyways, I'm such a pushover in so many, so many different things. Like, even as a boss, I'm a pushover. And, like, Shay and I talk about it often it's not as much with her as I'm sure I have been some but not really she's more like the principal and I'm like <laughs> I'm like the builder <laughs> I have no idea what that analogy means but so like I built I built the program okay she's in charge of well, she's she like is the enforcer yeah yeah and I think it's just so wild because like people take what she says as authority and what I say as like, oh, I should just ask again. Uh, in a different way. Yeah, or ask somebody else. And so it's just so interesting, like, the approach that people have. And I think, because I do give a lot of grace to people, they just take advantage. Some of it I don't, I don't mind giving, but like, but it's like when it's other coaches or other teachers or something like that, I think I have a really tough time, like... I don't know. I guess for me, that's my biggest thing is like if I, me growing up, if I had a coach or if I had a boss or if I had something and they said something, it wasn't really a conversation after that. It was like, that's what they said. Well, and, and now everybody yeah. wants to communicate or conversate or talk about like it instead of just do it. Yeah. You know? And so, um, but yeah. I don't know if like, if you look at elite athletes or college athletes, uh -huh. I don't necessarily think that they like would argue with like what one of their coaches said. Oh, absolutely not. Because if they did that, then yeah. they would be running or, yeah. you know, not playing or whatever. And so you kind of have to take that mentality. Yeah, no, if I do. And that's what, that's why sometimes I'm so baffled by the pushback because it's like, I know what I'm capable of teaching and what I've taught and how I can teach and my theory behind teaching. And so I think when I'm questioned, sometimes I'm like, I get low key offended and then I set that aside and then I'm like, all right, do it your way and see how it works. And it probably isn't going to work. So when you want 
me to to actually be involved and listen to me the first time. Yeah. Those are all of my thoughts, but I just usually kindly step back and say, "Okay, go ahead." Um, but I definitely think it's just wild like that people like question and I'm not saying you shouldn't question. It's such it's just Well, so it's just like I feel like I mean, our kids are, like, perfect examples of this. Or I'll, I'll say mine, since mine are in more traditional school than yours is. Yeah. But, you know, we've had parent-teacher conferences, like, the last couple of weeks for the girls. Oh, yeah. And for Charlie, you know, like, her teacher's, like, she's, like, one of five kids in this class that I would, you know, I always say, like, model the behavior that Charlie has. And Tyler and I are, like baffled yeah because like at home she's not like that she's like hey you know I don't want to do sight words tonight and then it's like a battle for her to get but then at school she just does everything the teacher says because there is like that level of respect and authority which I'm like she should have that for us but I think she knows that like she can get away with more things here and we always say we would rather you do the pushback with your parents. I mean, we don't want her to do that. But other than like at school, because I don't want her to be in trouble. But they'll go to Tyler and ask a question, and then they'll come to me. And Tyler's like, I just told them no. and But they'll do it whenever we're like not in the same room, so I can't hear what he says, and then I'll have a different answer. And he's like, why did you go do that? Like, I just told you no. And so... It's the same concept, just yeah. a different, you know. It's just when it's adults. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I feel like um, when it's when it's adults that it should be a little bit. I don't know. I, sometimes I'm like, did I did I grow up in like a make believe generation that like did it really not happen like that? Because sometimes I feel like all of these parents should be in this similar generation that I was brought up in. And I feel like my parents taught me to respect authority or people who are older than you. And I feel like that's just like not as common or like, I guess I wouldn't put my kid in things that I didn't trust the authority that was involved. And so, yeah, yeah, it's just, it is, it's such an interesting culture um, right now, just as a whole. So as a pushover, I'm working on it to be yeah. better. I, I know that people clearly can take advantage. Some of it I don't mind because I feel like some of it doesn't affect me. But I just, I definitely have to be, I just am never prepared for the pushback. Like my re, my rebuttals are never prepared for people so then I approach things like, can I handle the pushback if I say something? Mm, yeah. So I approach a lot of things like that. Like, if I correct this kid, can I handle their parent yeah. <laughs> coming at me? <laughs> if I don't correct this parent can I, or this kid, can I handle their parent? Which is unfortunate. But, I mean, I think parents create that, um, like, scenario. It's definitely something that... I want, I definitely want to put the responsibility on them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I wouldn't think that way if, if parents, you know, allowed people to do their job or, um, but even as a, as a boss, you know, it's like, I'm, I know I'm the boss, but I don't like act like the boss. I like, I'm very like friendly with people that I 
employee, if you will. But then again, it's like, if I say something, then it should just happen. Not like, it's so funny. Well, I mean, even just coming from, you know, cause I'm an employee and I have a boss yeah. and I appreciate that. Like my boss takes feedback or ideas on, you know, whatever processes that we have in place where we can improve on. And again, it's essentially the same idea of like, yeah. I am definitely a talker. Right. Yeah. But if your boss, let's do this, let's play. But I believe, but I'm like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I do push back for sure. Like you my boss, my boss would 150% agree with that. But I think it's more along the, I look at it from the lens of not that I want to do that of like, is this really going to make us better as a company and as an organization? Is this going to make it, you know, more efficient for me and my coworkers to do our job? I, I, I look at it that way rather than like, I don't want to do what you're telling me to do. So I'm going to have 85 questions to ask you why. If I said, um, Elizabeth, I need you to email, um, this person because uh, I want to hire, or like I think I want to hire them, right? So will you email this person back for me? And if you were like, no, that person's not ready for the job. <laughs> Would you ever? Um. Okay, so if you email me and you say, I want to hire this person, and then I tell you, that no, this person's not ready for that job. Yes. I don't know if I've ever said that. I think I've said if like I look at the qualifications for like the job that you have posted and, you know, as it compares to that person's like skills and all of that, I would maybe question it and say like, are you sure? Like, you know, are, I mean, I've done that, but I've never said, no, you can't hide. Because ultimately, it's up to whoever it is, yeah. whatever you're doing. Ultimately, it's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to the hiring leaders to say, okay, I'm going to hire this person. And I take the risk right. of, of a so, challenging hire. Definitely. So. And I am like very much like high risk, big reward type person. Mm -hmm. And I also know that, like, um, lots of people are more capable than what a lot of people give them credit for, especially under certain circumstances. So I just think that I have, I have experienced that enough to feel very firmly in my theories. Um, no, and I, I think that's true. Like, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like, I feel like people have more you know, in them than just what's on paper. Right. And I think that's why you go through a process. But I also think that you have to understand that, you know, the challenges that you could be getting yourself into hiring or dealing with someone that maybe doesn't have the skills and qualifications yeah. that you're looking for. So, so anyways, <laughs> in a nutshell, I just have to work on my responses to to those types of scenarios because I I guess you know at, at the end of the day I am very confident in so many of my theories that maybe not aren't like a traditional approach you know like 
handstand before you cartwheel or, yeah, you know, handstand before a back handspring. I think ultimately there is, it's not just A to B. And I, I do know that like kids always thrive in certain situations um, if you give them to them, if you yeah. trust them. And I think, I think it's just like making sure that other people trust my theories and if they fall on their face, I think that's okay too. Like, yeah, you learn from failure for sure. Yeah. So I think that's like a big thing for me. It's like not the end of the world. And, um, people have to remember that when they're, they're like dealing with their own ego too. Yeah. And that's a lot of it. It's like, no one wants, wants to show failure because then they feel like it's a direct result of them. And for me, it's like, no, it's like how you encourage kids through the failure, if you will. Well, and, you know, I mean, I would say that at my own job that sometimes, sometimes the the failure of a hire or whatever isn't directly related to me as a recruiter. Right. Because there are 85 people that typically look at one person. And so, but, but I think that, you know, you, it's, it's hard not to take it personally. Right. You know, regardless of what the situation is. And so... But I do think you learn more in your failures than you do in your successes. Of course. Um, and so, at least I know I have for sure. Yeah. So, um, well, we just went on a tangent. Tangent. But I want people to hear about your L.A. trip. And because we did talk about that um, on our last oh, podcast. Okay. And you were, you know, you were trying to convince me to go with you. But you went on a weird time. So. Tuesday to Friday. <laughs> It was a random time. Um, I went to see t- a couple of my students who had graduated in a program. They're up there in LA in a dance program. Um, that is a challenge, but um, yeah, that's that's a whole nother episode probably. But um, but Paisley went with me, like. You know, we did, so this is how we do our trip, but, and there's no way Beth could have survived, honestly. Probably not. Because, so, we had our flights booked, um, and the girls both have a car, so I was just going to use one of their cars the whole time. So, they picked us up from the airport, didn't have a hotel booked yet, and, um, if only. You, no one, you, you can't see me right now, but I'm, like, shaking my head. Yeah, so she probably would have flew home at that point. But <laughs> I don't think I would have gone if we didn't have a hotel book. Because I didn't want to book a hotel and it like I know I could look it up and be like, oh, this is where it is. But I like to like really feel out the like the area and the environment and like where is the best where am I gonna be going the most? Is this the best? Well and you were you were considering doing like an Airbnb I did consider to, that. or VRBO. Yeah. So or Verbo, I guess that's how it's pronounced now. But anyway. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lawsuit or something? No, but on all of their ads it's uh, like Verbo. Verbo. Okay. So anyway. Well, random. So um we go you know, we just kind of we find a spot. Anyways, we ended up staying at the same place we stayed when we went to Disney last summer. With oh, okay. Tony and everyone. Because Disney in Anaheim. Yeah. Okay. So Anaheim in the studio that they were taking class at is in Irvine, which is okay. like a ten fifteen minute. So we just stayed there. It was familiar. We knew the area. Whatever price was good. So there's a million hotels when you go places. I think Beth forgets that. You don't have to book I, ahead of time. But I like to 
A, I like to know where we're going to go. And I like to stay in a Verbo or an Airbnb. Oh, you do. Because I, I like to be able to potentially, like, cook my own food and then obviously have coffee, like, right in the morning versus, like, doing yeah room service or whatever. Okay. And, anyway. Yeah. And it's more cost effective. So, I was It wasn't in our scenario. Okay. And, um... I just, like, there's just something about somebody else having a key to where I'm at just kind of bothers me. Oh. Like the owners? Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's just something about that. You think they're just going to come in? I don't know. I just, I can't. Have their cameras? You never know, you know? I know. I I And if it was just, it was just me and Paisley, so it just felt like. It's, uh, like, crossed my mind, but I, I, I get it. So, Anyways, um, so the L.A. trip, Paisley took a bunch of classes. She loved it. She got called out a few times, which is so fun for her. It doesn't really matter, but it was good. Um, we went to the beach a little bit, not very long, not for very, yeah, not for much of the trip, but briefly. And um, it was kind of like cloudy the whole time. And... Um, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't really that exciting. There wasn't, like, a, a whole lot of excitement that happened. Did you guys I just, go shopping or anything? I mean, we went to, like, a shopping district where, like, we had dinner, and so we, like, walked around, um, but nothing, like, major. Yeah. Um, I was trying to be very cost-effective trip. Yeah. Um, but I, then your flight home was, my like... My flight home was terrible. Yeah. So, the flight there was pretty simple. The flight home, we flew to Dallas, and then from Dallas, we were flying home, and... Well, like, when you were texting me, and you kept asking me what time it was, I was like, why is she asking me what time it is? Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't tell if my phone had switched over. Okay. Because I was in the air. I was like, Chelsea, take two hours, you're flying. Yeah, but I didn't know east. if my phone was, like, switching over yeah. or not. So, I was okay. confused. And, um... So, we have a, uh, um, so we were flying home. Once we got home, well, we didn't get home. We got to Tulsa because they had just said, like, we are about to start our descent. Keep your seatbelts on. We might have some turbulence, (laughs) whatever. So, I, I actually rarely buckle up in an airplane. Because honestly, Again, guys, shaking my head, shaking her head, I I don't feel like an uh, a, a seatbelt is going to save, save my you. life as the airplane plummets straight down. You know, you should look up statistics on that. I should, and I'll there are survivors who, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> who so, would disagree with that? Yeah. <laughs> so, needless to say, we hit some turbulence, and Paisley was like, "Boom." Like, a little bit. What was that? And I just started laughing because she was freaking out. I was like, Paisley, it'll be fine. It's just, like, a little turbulence. Not a big deal. No. This turbulence did not stop. Again, we were on American, which is fine. We don't have to blame them, but. <laughs> but we will. <laughs> <laughs> the turbulence went on, and it was so wild for, like, 45 minutes. I literally buckled up. Paisley was clenching my arm. We were, like, hitting all these things, like like catching air like paisley uh, people she would were, like was yeah. she lifting up yes people paisley was crying people were vomiting in the <laughs> in the throw-up sacks not they came on the thing they were like please make sure that you use your six sack and that you put it underneath the seat in front of you when we 
bland. Ew, can you imagine being those? I mean, anyway, that's what they do. But it was, it smelled terrible in there. But I did have Mr. Cool, Calm, and Collective sitting next to me on, like, across the aisle. Because I was on the aisle seat. And he just was, you know, looking around. Just, like, so, he had it so together. And, um, so I'm like, so, uh, you look pretty cool and calm and collected. Can you tell me why? Like, everyone else is vaunting and you're chilling. So he basically, I could tell he... It's like, well, my best friend's a pilot, and when cold air meets hot air, it causes turbulence. And when there's a storm happening or brewing, then sometimes it's just a little more than normal. Then the pilot comes on and is like, we're going to be circling for a little bit longer. (laughs) Really, um, we hope that the turbulence can improve. If not, we'll be landing in Springfield. And um, Wow. Yeah, it was so wild. We ended up landing in Tulsa, but not till like one in the morning. And I mean, grown men, this man behind me was sweating and he was like, this is the scariest thing in my life. I, this, uh, this guy in the back corner was like one row behind us, didn't speak very good English, oh. but was like holding his rosary, praying and vomiting. Oh. I mean, it was really like this scary turmoil that was happening (laughs) like to get paisley on another flight might be tough and it was wild that's pretty crazy yeah so dang well you were saying when we were texting that you were gonna land at like 11 30 initially no it didn't happen happen. and then i was like and then paisley just was crying the whole time and you have to get in a car which is like even more motion but it sounds like y'all didn't have motion sickness which was good i would have been the one throwing up in the bag because i can't handle oh my gosh i mean so many people were vomiting and you could just hear it. So uh, it which crazy. I'm like, how could you not? Uh-huh. Then you hear it and it you hard. smell it. it oh my! Hard. Like even right now, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, making me both like. This smells terrible. We can do this. <laughs> I would have just put that bag over my face just to like smell different air, yeah. you know. So it was oh, an that experience. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. So when's your next trip? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though. Um, Yeah, so it was quite quite the experience for sure. Oh, my gosh. Well, that sounds really crazy, but it sounds like you had fun in L.A. And so so what do you guys have coming up? Like, what do we have? Other than Grayson's birthday. Well, Grayson's birthday basically competes Saturday at a plum competition. Okay. Um, and then next weekend is my competition, the, mm. the Halloween, com- like one that, that I host with Stephanie here uh, in Tulsa or Bartlesville. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, it's Halloween, you know, um, uh, yeah. And then after that, it's just like something every weekend. So yeah, plenty to talk about. Charlie has her next performance, which we're not sure if we're going to do it, but it's at the TU football game. Oh, yeah. And then she has one in December at the ORU basketball game. Oh, right. So um, November and December are those two. And then um, I think really just that's the most, yeah. I don't know. That's we just, a lot. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. Um, I was just thinking, like, what – 
I mean, we've got, you know, like OSU Homecoming is coming up. and Oh, are you guys going down? I don't know if we're going to no. go. We've talked about it, like, this whole time, but, you know, so we'll see. Um, we have friends that will be there and tailgating. We don't have tickets because it's sold out. Oh. Um, they did not play very well this last weekend. They screwed up a 16-point. 16 or 17 point lead and lost to TCU in double overtime, which oh wow, sucks. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. The we play Texas for homecoming, and they're also a a really good team. So we'll we'll see how all of that goes. Um, Charlie has her challenge this week to do a cartwheel, yeah, and a backwards roll. Yep. Um. Yep. So we're gonna try need to. We'll get, review that as soon as yeah, she learns it. This need week. to get need to get with Shay and get that scheduled officially scheduled. We've talked about it, but not yeah. have anything officially on the books. Um, but yeah, I'm just really honestly, I'm so excited to be off for like a week and a half. My in laws are going out of town, and I you're am, off this week. No, um, next week. Oh, okay. So like in a week and a half. I don't know. Anyway, um. So, when this podcast comes out, I'll be off. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So, um, my in-laws are going out of town on vacation, and initially it wasn't going to take off, but there's just a lot of, like, picking up at different times for the girls because activities start back up, and I thought, I don't want to have to, like, you know, keep telling my boss, oh, I'll be right back, and I just thought, I'm just going to take off the whole week. And so I've never been more excited to just, we're not going anywhere. We're just, I'm just like, I have Chilling. stuff planned. We have interviews that we're going to be doing, um, for the podcast. I'm going to like do stuff in my flower beds, which I know is riveting, very exciting stuff. Um, but in organizing, um, again, very exciting stuff, but it's very exciting to me. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so we'll have lots of updates in the next couple of weeks um, and lots of new interviews from guests. Hopefully you all have enjoyed the interviews that we've had the last couple of weeks. Um, and as always, let us know what you want to want us to talk about. I'm sure we've got all kinds of other topics that we can bring up. Um, I will plug this which I did on my Instagram and Facebook. So I've been listening to Anderson Cooper's um, podcasts, All There Is. And I know people have opinions about Anderson Cooper because he's, you know, on CNN and people don't like CNN because of whatever. But I'll say his podcast, so it's, it's about, like, his mom just died recently. I think she died this summer. Um, or maybe it was last year anyway. Um, and he is going through her stuff because he sold her apartment. And so in these podcasts, he has different guests. Like he had Stephen Colbert, Molly Shannon. Um, he just had somebody that's, that's, uh, lost her mom, um, from Alzheimer's and now her dad has dementia. It's not all sad because I know that sounds like very sad, But it's really just about grief and, um, you know, just you can't, I mean, 
you can talk to people about tips and advice that you have and how to handle grief, but obviously everyone handles grief differently. And so I think that like the way that he is approaching, you know, going through his mom's stuff, which then in turn is going through his dad's who died whenever he was 10. And then his brother who um, committed suicide when he was 23, his mom kept everything. And so he's not only going through her stuff, but also his dad's and his brother's. And so it's just kind of, I find it very interesting. I obviously, you know, stuff like this for me, like helps me go through the grieving process, which I feel like is a lifelong thing whenever you've lost people. And so I don't know. I think that it's something that people don't talk about to be that vulnerable, especially someone who is at the caliber Mm -hmm. and a high profile um, person like Anderson Cooper. And just even the people that have been on his, um, his shows, like, you know, I've learned more about Stephen Colbert and the loss that he suffered and also Molly Shannon, who is SNL legend. So anyway, um, so if you haven't listened to it, that was a very long explanation (laughs) that it's amazing podcast. I (laughs) highly recommend it. Um, if you're going through anything or if you've been through anything, I would definitely recommend listening to it. It comes out every Wednesday. Um, and we will be back in a few weeks. Um, we'll be back next week with a new episode, but, um, but it will have it. We'll have a guest that you'll be hearing from. So, um, have a good week. Thanks again. And again, just a reminder, five stars, leave us a review on any of your, uh, any and all platforms that you listen to and uh, give us a, give us some topics that you want us to touch on. I'm sure Chelsea and I can pull something out. For sure. So, all right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.